0: So, I I already published something today, but I wanted to do another one. This time, it's after my workout, and I was thinking, I've, I've done a lot of things, a lot of episodes recently that have been very abstract. I wanted to do a very practical one today, so I wanted to talk about the training principles that, at the moment, are my favorite ones. Uh, today interestingly, it kind of struck me the the power of the number three um, speaking of not being abstract but but it actually did when I remember a long time ago I was talking to uh, david kep he's uh he's a, an l a writer and he and I got to chatting at one point uh, while I was heavily focused on writing and he mentioned something very interesting to me about writing and that was the idea of three. He said a love triangle is uh, very powerful in, uh, writing and in, um, and he said that in nature, sort of the triangle is the strongest structure. And uh, I found that quite odd. I mean, uh, To 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 think about a uh, a, a love triangle, <sighs> um, and then it occurred to me that the, that the that the triangle doesn't need to include like another person. In fact, it's probably better if it doesn't. What could be at the apex of that might be. Uh, it, Well, in some cases it might be God, it might be love, it might be something that binds the two people together. And when that crumbles, then, you know, the relationship itself tends to crumble. So I thought that was an interesting idea. And uh, I think I was thinking about this too, because as far as I can tell, there's three pillars as far as training or three aspects that, that need to be held in balance. So there's mindset output and input are the three items that I could think of so mindset being kind of the it's almost the the top of the triangle at least that's how I am I'm uh visualizing it envisioning it and output that would mean sort of energy output so um that would mean your resistance training your cardio training uh all, all the kind of uh, force you're exerting, all the output. and then input well that would of course include nutrition. It would in- also of course include hydration. It would include the air you breathe. you could you could add the air you breathe out to your output, I suppose because you know uh, it, I guess you could even <laughs> if you want if you want to get graphic, your output will be what you shit as well and piss. Uh, but I suppose there is something to that too, right? because we excrete waste. Including carbon dioxide, uh, the input back to that would be sleep. Uh, so, so using that, uh, if if we use that as a paradigm, we can uh, we can break it down further. You know, when when it comes to the the mindset, there's aspects that we can uh, maximize, and one of them being I, I spoke of it recently was the identity. Um, actually, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to uh, talk about uh, training for a moment because with training, I I see three sort of elements as well. There's the pre-training, the uh, intra-training, during training, and post-training as three separate sort of entities as well. And um, pre-training is, um, I I tend, I want to focus it a lot more on, on kind of the mental uh, pillar if you want, as far as the input, what I put in, that's usually caffeine. <laughs> um, it, it's, it's about whatever it takes to get your mind in the game. And for me, that's caffeine. Uh, I like to get into that mindset of the, the alter ego, the, the, my persona that I want to be present in the gym. Um, visualization, because, uh, I find that I've, I've, Spoken about this before, is visualizing an exercise immediately prior to it is not only effective. Practically, they've done a study. Uh, I, I think it was with a basketball team where simply the 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 process of envisioning, of visualizing yourself shooting baskets better. Improved them over a month of I think they spent like an hour a day visualizing and it improved their their abilities by something Not not to the extent that actually doing it. So the people who actually practiced every day improved the most to the people who visualized the Second most and people who over that time didn't didn't either they actually declined which makes sense but it it goes to show the power of, of visualization, so if that's combined with the actual work that you know it's it's one of those uh one plus one equals three type thing um, and then uh post workout i like I've been really doing meditation, and so I like the the gym at work actually at this point in time because it i <laughs> I can go to a corner undisturbed and put in some meditation kind of music. I've looked up again back to the number of three recently. I've been doing what's called third eye uh, meditation, which is is I just it's the one I've found to be best so far post workout. I might find something better. I'm actually looking at possibly playing with something called uh, binaural beats and. Uh, but for now, I find that this this is the best one, and I listen to the Wim Hof breathing. If you've heard of that, it's essentially a way to, I guess, uh, what would you say? Well, it's supposed to be hyper alkalizing for your the the pH balance of your blood, which is and and to help. Um, clear out the, the, or normalize the stress of the training is, is really the idea of it. So it's, uh, if you haven't heard of it, basically what you do is you do 25 to 30 kind of fast, but deep breaths while lying down. They supposedly some people can get lightheaded or whatever during it. That's never happened to me. We'll see. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. I don't know, but you do 25 to 30 of those. And then you do breaths where you breathe in, or sorry, you breathe out and you hold the, you hold it there with no air, and then you breathe in deeply, and you hold that. Now, this is actually very similar to a kind of training that, I think it, I first heard about it on uh, in a book called On Combat. I can't remember the the author's name, but uh, this was a kind of training, uh, or a kind of breathing that was given to uh, special services soldiers. And I believe I heard in another book, an NLP book, that uh, Navy SEALs were given this kind of breathing too. And I believe it's to help people who, who their job is regularly to kill. Uh, so these guys are under extreme amounts of stress on a regular basis. And to assist with that and to help focus so you've got a clarity of mind when you need it. They perform this kind of breathing, which is very similar to what I just described, except the, the 25 to 30 breaths isn't so much a part of it, as far as what I understand. It's the taking a deep breath in and holding it. Uh, for, I think you breathe in for about six seconds, hold it for something similar, a couple seconds. It's it's more. It's got to be more than two seconds. You breathe out slowly and get rid of all the air, and you hold that for a few seconds as well um which was actually the first time I heard of that kind of breathing I think it was Tony Robbins I heard talking about it he called it power breathing so it's it's a pretty common thing it there's probably something to it so that's actually at the tail end of of what I do in my post-workout uh meditation slash breathing and Doing it that way and really being able to think and focus on my breath, I find to be quite, first of all, relaxing after a, a workout and supposedly healthy. Um, it's, it's one of those things that's hard to measure the results, but it seems to be effective. Um, and so so as far as the training itself, uh, what I've been doing, actually, in conjunction with my here my, my secret identity, I've been trying to play music that kind of supports that theme. So kind of exciting music. I I like a kind of aggressive music pre-workout, kind of heavy metal. Um, I, I like Disturbed and Avenged Sevenfold, uh, Guns N' Roses things. Like when it's really aggressive, they're, they're, um there's stuff that'll get me kind of amped and jazzed up. But I also try to... I'm also trying to think about my getting into sort of character if you want but during the training I use different music I use the I like soundtracks actually quite helpful because they can be both exciting and moving and powerful and inspiring and it's really the inspiring part I find that helps me so I I, I just push a little harder um the uh uh the training i one thing i did today that i've never done before was training barefoot for because i was doing squats uh, and leg press uh i i was a little bit nervous about that but after my first set my i found my feet were sliding just a little bit they were just a little bit off kilter in my shoes so it was kind of a scary thing because i was worried about kind of ankle support and that but so i did a set of I want to say moderate weight. I only, uh, I only did two, well, I guess four 45 pound plates, uh, to, to test it out. Right. To see if I, I could do it without friggin' breaking my ankles or something. Um, you know, if I would twist my ankles or what would happen if I did it barefoot. And actually to my surprise, I was able to lift a little bit more. So, and it just felt Better now. I don't know if I'll be able to continue this through the winter, so I'm going to see if there's maybe better shoes I can find. Uh, but but uh, yeah, I, I would definitely encourage you give it mm-hmm. give that a try. If uh, you know if you want to try to spice up your your squat a little bit. I, in fact, I think it's probably safer that way. And like I said, I did it on leg press too. And the leg press was a little bit weird just because of the surface of the, um, the the plank, I guess. But because uh, it's metal in my gym, so it was cold on my feet. But you know, it it seemed to actually I felt quite natural in a way, so I kind of liked it. Um, uh, as far as dieting, that's one that um, lately I've been a pretty big advocate of keto or at the very least, uh, I guess what you'd call exclusionary dieting, where you keep certain things out of your diet. I find that breads and corn are probably the worst, at least for me. They uh, they make me bloated and, and gain weight pretty quickly. Um, I like the idea of kind of starting with keto as a base, because the thing is, Fat and protein are essential nutrient uh, macronutrients that you need in your diet whereas carbohydrates aren't and more and more studies seem to be suggesting that your your body can resynthesize glycogen and muscle glycogen and things like this even when you're in a, a state of ketosis so while I'm generally not a fan of demonizing an entire food group, especially something as vast as carbohydrates. Uh, I mean, especially like vegetables are amazing. You you want as many vegetables, obviously, but, uh, processed car- carbohydrates, um, for me, they're, they're, they just don't work. They only work to, I mean, I know when I'm really depleted, I just feel like I need some. Otherwise I'm really, uh, not a nice person to be around. But aside from that kind of mental boost, I, I find I feel better physically. I look better physically without them. But again, that's, that's me. That's me personally. I know everybody's not the same. Uh, I've tried even, even just adding oatmeal into my, my diet. I tried doing kind of oatmeal with some, uh, pumpkin puree, you know, cause, uh, even that, is enough to make me get fat, like just, I'm not talking every meal, I'm not talking one serving of that, whereas probably most people would be okay with that, so I think I'm just hypersensitive to it, Um, it it is a very personal thing, but uh, definitely one of the the most important aspects of physique uh, enhancement, anyway, well, I've I've blathered on for about fifteen minutes now. I think that's plenty for me. Uh, hopefully, you like this episode. Like I said, it's just a little bit more practical discussion of uh, of, of physical training and and the different aspects around that. Uh, supplements, I could probably get into. I won't get into that now, but another time. Most of it's lies. Most of them are garbage. Uh, I do like a good pre-workout. I might, I've been meaning to do a review of one, a nootropic called Lion's Mane, which I really like, actually. Um, So I'll just give that a thumbs up for now, and you can look into it, and maybe I'll talk more about it another time. Uh, Catch you next time.